Shit Dad Podcast. Celebrating the mistakes that all parents make. You're listening to the Shit Dad Podcast. Welcome back to the Shit Dad Podcast, where we turn you from lad to quintessential Aussie dad, celebrating the fatherhood wins and bins along the way. I'm Cam. I'm Nick. And I'm Dave. And we thank you once again for taking time out of your busy week to listen to our fatherhood experiences and to share your own. Now, this episode, we're welcoming another fantastic guest for you. You. Father of two, Kynan and Hunt. And in the background, shouting stuff is Ant from Black Property Group. <laughs> g'day, g'day. <laughs> Welcome, mate. How you going? Hey, not too shabby. Thanks. First yeah. podcast, or it is. Yeah, you know? I actually plan to start one my own my own one day, but you know, not about shit dads. So <laughs> no, you know, wait. won't have to compete. Yeah, yeah. no, no, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> Going off the uh, the idea that he had, I think we could um, mix it together and do do a bit of cross contamination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some, some good ideas. I'm going to do a whiskey one one day. You oh, know, yeah. just talk shit about you know real estate and you know drink whiskey and then. Can't imagine how many people will actually want to listen to it though, considering how everyone hates real estate agents. But hey, I'll give it a go. My ears pricked up at whiskey. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> speaking of, he's brought us a little a little tipple tonight. Mm. What are you on tonight? tonight? The Starwood from the Whiskey Club. Shout out to the Whiskey Club. Yeah, if yeah. you if you're not on the Whiskey Club, do it. Let me know. I'll send you a referral thing so I get. Free stuff. <laughs> 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 it's got... like it's like Amway or whatever you know. Just... <laughs> Amway, except with whiskey. Yeah, now we've got uh, Starwood. Uh, what is it? The cognac cask tonight. Mm. Delicious. Mm. One of your faves, Nick. Mm-hmm. Old Starwood. Here we go on display. Looking good. Oh. Here, do get that, that for in front the, of the camera. Oh, there we go. Oh. Oh. Shut up. <laughs> it tastes just as good as it looks too. Now, of course, don't forget about your sh- uh, your yeah the dad's shirt and cap drop. Um, but before we get to that, we're going to let Kynan do a plug for Black Property Group. Oh, what can we Off say? Otherwise, <laughs> other than that, we're just absolute legends. No, look, um, we're uh, it's a boutique agency in Petrie. Um, so, Ant, the big dog, does uh, all the Petrie and sort of surrounding areas. I do Warner, uh, Cashmere Joiner, that sort of area there. Um, but we're a team, a you know, small team, but very, very hungry and just absolutely smashing things on the digital side. We really specialise in the videos that we do, getting them out everywhere. And uh, they obviously get a lot of um, they get a lot of traction online as well. So, help and sell the properties. I don't know, is that good enough plug? I reckon. Black P. Blackpg.com.au, is it? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Go, go check out some of his videos. They're pretty loose. <laughs> yeah. Um, feel free to follow us. Hey, quick plug on myself. Yeah, there, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, but other than that, we've um, now we've done a, a lot of videos that have uh, tried to push the boundaries a little bit, and um, oh, like I said. They're, they're doing all right. Yeah, trying to bring something fresh to the real estate game. Yeah, right? I just don't want to be. I mean, how much does it suck just dealing with real estate agents in general? They're all pricks, and like I'm still a prick, but at least you know I'm a little bit more related. At least you have fun related. doing it. Yeah. yeah, you're a fun at least prick. I acknowledge it. Right? Um, I, I don't wear a tie while being. I a prick. know what I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, we're just trying to be uh, less of wankers. Um, that's kind of my motto: just slightly less of a tool than your average agent. That's as long as I hit that bar, I feel like I'm happy. Yeah, good. I think that's the title of your podcast, mate. <laughs> <laughs> less of a tool. Slightly less of a tool. Yeah. <laughs> Drink some whiskey. And now, what do you call uh, the team teammates in the group? You mentioned it before. Oh, no. Well, uh, one of my competitors actually has me saved in his phone as Black Hunt. <laughs> so, obviously, last name's Hunt with Black. So. Very, very, very good. <laughs> Class act. No brain, no brain. All right. Well, before we get to our chat with you, um, we've got a bit of a quick story from me. So, obviously, I was away last week from the pod up in Cairns having a bit of a work trip. Um, a work trip. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they call yeah, it a right. junker for a reason, you know, <laughs> work and play. So we're up there for four nights and, you know, the conference could have been good or terrible, but at least I got to spend four nights away from the kids. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, always, it's always a nice thing to come home and they run, you know, run and give you a big hug and pretty much the first thing I say is like, what'd you bring us kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, where's um, my presence? <laughs> yeah, yeah, which I'll get to a bit later. Um, but as well as that, for some reason at that exact time we decided to start the, uh, the new sleep routine for the three-month-old. So we've had the sleeping consultant uh, on the phone uh, doing the old... You know, I don't know. What's a sleeping consultant? Oh, it's, it's a way to make extra money by telling people <laughs> to stop picking babies up, basically. It's apparently a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's this uh, 
pretty uh, aggressive little Irish lady. She's very good and yeah. she just has, she's hard. She's got no feelings. She's basically like, don't pick them up, let them cry kind of thing. So, yeah, that's always fun when you're away and your wife's trying to do that. So we got hey, through it though. Just curious, how much are you spending on a sleep consultant? Lots. Uh, <laughs> get a good set of earphones and just put some music on. Yeah. <laughs> See, that would work for me, but not so much the yeah. wife. <laughs> the maternal instincts kick in and they yeah. just have to do something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, they no, have just, to pick them up. It's just noise. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give an update of how that's gone uh, next week. Very so good. So started this week. Mm. Crazy, man. Crazy. Mm. But boys, while we're there, let's make sure um, you stop what you're doing and make what, sure. What now? Yep. Get your phone and click follow. Oh. You want to make sure you're following us everywhere you listen, every episode. When you're feeling a little bit extra nasty, make sure you leave a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. Mm. Don't Ooh. forget, if you Naughty. want to add value to your property with your dad body out, follow Anytime Fitness Griffin Black Property Group right this minute. Nice one. But don't get your dad bods out if you're looking like us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling naughty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> With that, shall we get into our fatherhood yarn? Yes, sir. I'm just wondering if we just do it all in that voice. <laughs> <laughs> now, the worst part is it only works for him for yeah, some reason. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all right. Get yourself some earphones. <laughs> yeah, do that. All right. So, uh, kind of tell us a bit about yourself and your family, please. Uh, all right. So, a little bit about myself. Uh, originally from Wynnum. Um, joined, what, the heap of, heap of shit jobs, but basically just joined the army when I was like 21. And stayed in there for about 11 and a half years, uh, specialising, well, I was in inf- infantry, but specialising in mortars. Just a quick stint then? Yeah. Yeah. Just a little quick little jab in and out, you know, didn't want to get the rosso done. <laughs> um, but after that, uh, left and just sort of floated around for about a year, um, sort of losing my mind like at most AJs when you're leaving, you're just like wondering, big identity crisis, what do you do? Um Jumped into a bit of study for a year and just tried to spend a heap of time with the kids because, you know, for while I was, um, you know, in the army and stuff, I did become pretty robotic when it comes to the emotion side of things. Like I was, um, and that was creating a big rift between, I guess, my family and I. And, you know, it was just a, an element of the army stuff. When you're overseas, you're able to compartmentalise everything and sort of try and keep shit separate, but that doesn't work too well when you're at home. Mm. So, um, yeah, so anyway, tried to decompress over a good year or so. And after that, I was just starting to lose my mind, though, just sitting around doing fuck all. So I decided to get into work, and that's where I joined up at a some other real estate agent and stayed there for a few years and about five years now working with Ant. So I made the jump about two months ago, so starting all over again from scratch. Um, have two girls, um, you know, 12 and... Bloody eight. There we go. Had to think about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. No, really doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Mrs. Uh, Kai, she's, um, you know, been with me since, what, 2009 or so. So I met her at, you know, where most love stories start off at the Mad Cow in Townsville. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. We've been together since and kids are doing well. That's pretty much a. What sort of uh, time frame are you talking? Like, were you in the army when she had the girls or...? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was, uh, I think, um, what was that other one's eight years? I got out about what, 2017 I got out. So, um, yeah, both of them been there. I I didn't have any kids while I was overseas. Mm. Like, you know, um, I went over to Afghan in like 2009, 2010. I think we got back and, you know, had the old, you know, um, Obviously, knocked her up afterwards, lucky lady. (laughs) And, uh, you know, bought a house up in Townsville, lived up there, thought we were going to stay up there for a while and, yeah. But I had a couple of, like, you know, times away while I had the kids, like, you know, three months in Malaysia or that sort of shit. But other than that, it was, yeah, normal sort of life. How do you find that, like, being away from the kids for such a a long period? I like, I love going away for, like, a a weekend or something like that and you're like, fuck, how good is this? It's like full night's sleep and no stress. But I can't imagine that's the same for like a peacekeeping mission or oh, not look, too much relaxing sort of thing. This is going to sound like a, I'm a bit of an asshole or something because like you know, like I said, I was um, no judging, able yeah. to separate a lot of emotions a lot yeah. more effectively back then. So you know, I was a lot more cold and that. And it's, once again, it's just something that you sort of learn. You see a lot of shit and um, you experience a very wide range of emotions from that. You know, can take their toll on you as well. So um, after a while, you sort of learn to. 
push a lot of that back and down and stuff. And so, yeah, but that does stretch out to other parts as well. So, you know, you see kids and I'm like, um, I was, I'd still say I was a great dad, but at the same time, it was just very, um, not the emotional type of, you know, when people, you know, if they were getting upset about things, you know, I was more the type to get frustrated about things, mm. you know, like everyone does, mm. but, um, probably just a little bit more so. And shorter fuse sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but you know, I had a, you know, over the course of what, at a three month intensive course of like, you know, how to actually like manage your emotions, anger management, all that sort of stuff as well to try and get a hold of it. So That's that it good. wasn't just some shit prick who's, you know, yelling at everything. So, That's pretty yeah. decent. Um, coming back from, yeah, the army life. Cause you, I, I know quite a few AJs and they, yeah, they, they said it, directly affected family life coming back and trying to assimilate back into not that they're away in world war Two, but like going to yeah. afghan you, you do have to change personalities from this like killer to like fun friendly dad when you get back you know? yeah so. well it's just it's just interesting coming back and then you find like um because everyone's got issues right and it's all yeah. relative everyone's like you know and you can't go in there and say oh look you know i've had more of a crazy experience than you on this or that you know because you come back to australia and someone's like oh they're having a really dramatic day at work and it's like oh deborah said this about me and it's like world's crumbling and all that sort of shit and you just think how fucking unimportant this is yeah. you know it's hard to, and then you sort of start getting frustrated because you're like you know you've got there's all these people with these problems that they think are big problems when in retrospect to what you would experience they obviously weren't yeah, but yeah. to those people it is and now it took a long time to sort of process that and go you know everyone's got their own problems that they go through and it's all you know relative to their own how life, they yeah. yeah their experiences and you, you don't want everyone to have those sort of experiences that you have as well yeah. So, yeah. it's like the version of catastrophe scale like they said it's like talking to a seven-year-old sometimes it's like <laughs> well, well, well hold on mate you are crying over the fact that you can't tie your shoelace yeah. Like, like, oh, yeah. and meltdown for them. Why, why, did you, why did you throw the desk? Like, please tell me, why did you throw that desk? It was no need. It's just a shoelace, mate. I'll get someone to tie it for you. But in the scale, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. You don't get it because I sit there half the time too, walking through, and I'm like, what is this? this mate? Like, real? You, yeah, yeah, like literally, but in that little world, yeah, it's no, it's a, it's like an earthquake. No. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And you know, trying to get on board with that as well, just remembering that. Everyone's got different experiences and how they process it. It's um, just as just as valid, you know. Whereas you know, you can go in there sometimes. And go, oh, you don't know what you're fucking on about. You know, this mm. is, yeah. You know, there's people doing this over the world, but you know, you're obviously not going to say that. So it just comes out as frustration instead. Yeah. Did you observe any other dads when you were overseas doing things that you liked? You wanted to kind of copy that behaviour versus other as dads or versus other um, dads who you observed maybe you know didn't cope as well. Um. Look, I mean, there's not a whole lot you observe overseas. Um, oh, mate, go nuts if you want to know. Star Wars. Um, just getting back into the whiskey. Oh, there's, a, there's actually a whole oh, yeah, another glass here. Yeah, yeah, mate, you know, have that one. <laughs> it's it's maturing at the moment, you know. Um, but, yeah, so uh, uh, the shit we observed overseas, like, you know, in other countries and stuff, yeah, there's other stuff that's, you know, great but probably not so much in that country, the way they sort of treat women and children isn't mm. exactly something I'll probably want to go into on this one. No. Um, but like, uh, I guess seeing how people, yeah, we all react differently when people are around. I think it's what's the most important thing, how you react when, you know, no one else is around your house as well and trying to, um, you know, be the best. I, I feel like I've, gotten shitter as a dad as years have gone on believe it or not because you know when <laughs> I, I used to put in so much more effort on things like you yeah. know when you got like the new kids yeah and like you know you just bought them and then you're going around and like you know you i'd come home and i made it like a thing i'd spend uh, get home i literally would spend half an hour guaranteed straight away spending time with the kids and stuff and playing. Then you and clean that. it every day and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well she gets in the way and then you just like you know you come back and you're still working when you're coming home mm. and i find that's sort of crossing over a little bit more um, but I've got to get back to that old rule of spending like 30 minutes with the kids or something as soon as I get back. Cam had a pretty good hack for that. What, what is that? The... <laughs> I've already forgotten. <laughs> I wrote it down because I loved it. It was just literally put the, the Irish lady get... look after him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pay, pay some angry Irish woman. No, get like uh, hide the phone. Get hide the phone for half an hour. Get the missus to hide it. Maybe not the kid because they forget. But mm. was that you, Dave? I don't know. One of you. Yeah, I, yeah, no, no. I got Isla to do. Isla to hide the phone. Yeah. So get the missus to hide the phone for half an hour. Don't tell you where it is. Uh, my, no work in that amount of time. You know. My daughter hid the phone before I was heading to work, and I was in a rush to get the bloody <laughs> meeting. You know. And I was that like, wouldn't do well for the, my phone. the temper. Yeah. <laughs> and she forgot. It. 
feeling. Honestly, mine. Ring thought, it. It's mine, on silent. Mine thought about me and turned to me. This is she's three. Turned to me like, I made it easier for you, Dad. But like, literally turned like obviously has great faith in me. Yeah. And, and left it just on the study desk. <laughs> no, I didn't find it though for about three hours later. <laughs> if it's it not where you left it, you know, it's just. It was no, normally just attached in your pocket. Yeah. As I just always like it's constantly. You know, like, I don't wear a watch. Whatever people are like, what's the time? Blue watch. You know, mm. the problem is, I feel like phantom like vibrates, and you like I don't know if you like. Yeah, oh, did that? That's a thing. Yeah. Oh fuck, no one. Yeah, oh. it's just a spasm in your yeah. leg. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought just, I was loved. Just cancer growing in my thigh. That's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, can you give us a bit of insight into your own upbringing um, and how that kind of shaped you as a dad as well? Yeah, I um, grew up in a family of seven, so we had, um, there's a few of us around. I was like kind of in the middle, I guess, you know, on the lower end. And um, so two brothers, four sisters. Um, we all sort of pretty much had free reign. Like the parents owned a business, so they'd sort of go off and work. And we generally, because like with seven kids and stuff like that, it was um, more cost effective to get like a, uh, like a nanny or something like that. Mm. And uh, But holy shit, we went through a fuck stack of these things hey like they were just like terrorized by us like there's this woman who's like you know bought around you look back and you should have got the old irish lady (laughs) (laughs) you look back on it and you're like okay some of these would probably get done for like you know like you know washing your mouth out with soap and all that sort of stuff and i remember like um setting traps for one of them like wetting the floor and then running around the corner and they'd slip around the corner like it was a I awesome. feel really bad for these, um, these ladies like now. Mary Poppins shit. Say, this is like a 90s movie. Yeah. <laughs> Cheaper by the dozen. What's the word for seven? There was one that like I got bitten on the leg by one. She got the sack, you know, but oh, yeah. it was like, yeah, bit my leg. That was a, I must have been like having a tantrum or something. I can't remember, but I just had a bite leg. So. Um, Jesus, wouldn't get away with that in 2023, <laughs> would you? No, but other than that, we had, um, uh, what was there? I guess... Dad was a, you know, he he did a lot of hours and stuff like that. So he was, um, you know, starting up his own business. He came from like America, uh, sorry, England, started up his own business and met mum and sort of, you know, dragged her into it as well. Um, so he was doing that a lot. You know, mum would be home a little bit more. Uh, we all, had, like I said, very different to the way that we all look after our kids now as in, you know, we just went out. Stayed out and then, you know, eventually came home at some point as well. Whereas, you know, today like was... Actually, I think yesterday was like the first time my daughter, was it Sunday? It was the first time she's like, um, hey, can I go to my mate's house who's like, you know, on the other side of the suburb? And I'm like, yeah, cool. How are you going to get there? And she's like, oh, I'll walk. And I'm like, oh, sweet. It's like, go nuts. And Kai was upset. Like, you know, she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, ah, well, you know, she's yeah. just sorted out. Yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, I don't think there was anyone lurching out the front. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's a loud screamer. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess um, uh, other than that, I don't know. What do you want to know? Like... Uh, Anything that from your own dad that you know you wanted to kind of you know mimic or you know use when you were a father? Yeah, he was an ins- I I found that he was an insane uh, like at work and like you know he was a really funny man. Um, you know, he had a great sense of humour. So does mum. Um, dad's now passed away. He was like you know when I was fifteen or something he carked it. So um, you know, but he ended up um, you know had a, left a good imprint there. Like you know, working hard. You know, making sure that you earn, you keep, and stuff like that. But we all chipped in around the house. We all, you know, he was sort of in force that we, you know, we all had to clean the kitchen, clean up the dog shit. Actually, like, you know, we all got paid, right? So we got like, you know, two bucks a kitchen. After nine people, it was a big job though. But um, you get clean the kitchen. You was like, I cleaned the dog shit as well. And um, I actually started, you know, I managed to swindle an extra two bucks a week out of my parents by telling them I was cleaning up the cat shit. Excellent. And it took them about two months to click on and then they docked me a month's worth of pocket money. <laughs> I, was like, I thought he was going to say it took them a month to realise that we didn't have a cat. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that they say he was a good worker. Um, unfortunately, yeah, when he passed on around about 15, I think it was the first time I moved out of home. Uh, had like, you know, back in Wynnum, the old Bayside Adolescent Boarding Incorporation. Shout out to Babby. And uh, they, you know, you get like a one little bedroom unit, stayed mm. there for like 50 bucks a week or something like that. Yeah, right. And um, I think I moved back into a couple of mates. It, I got kicked out of there and I moved to, started going in a bit of a bad way, getting into some stuff. Um, but after a while, sort of just sorted myself out, had some jobs. And eventually I've always had a goal from when I was like seven, if I wasn't going to be an actor, I'd go join the army at 21 so by the time I was 21 I hadn't even attempted being an actor so I just went oh fuck it join the army and um, they give you three choices what do you want to do and I said infantry 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 yeah. and eventually you got one of those roles somehow 
And then, so yeah, love good it. Good to go. Wow. Serious question. Is there anything from your dad during your upbringing that you don't want to emulate? Or you wouldn't? Um, because it sounds like a great dude. Like, yeah, no, it's a great question. Positive and hardworking. Um, and yeah, all, and he was yeah. a funny bloke. And so I can't remember a lot of the negative stuff. Like, obviously, there was a lot of arguments in the house, like just between mum and dad and stuff. And seven kids, everyone was always, like every marriage, always yeah. fucking yelling at each other. <laughs> but um, I guess. You know, the the fact that he did work so often, when I think about it now, I don't actually remember too many experiences that we had. Yeah, like okay. it was more yeah. just, you know, I was always excited like um, when he came home and stuff like that. We were all like, hey, how you going? Like, you know, give him a hug and all that. But um, it was other than that, there's not a whole lot else I remember. Like, you mm. know, going to Dream World and yeah. that a couple of times. But yeah, but I probably got a foggy memory, I guess. Yeah, so. Oh, that's good. And um, so, obviously, when you had your own two kids, um, yep. how did you adapt to, to fatherhood? Was it an easy transition or was it, you know, you kind of like slowly got into it or? Uh, well, you know, those are the years that you're just glad that someone else is there a lot, you know, mm. like your missus because, yeah. you know, you're just sort of fucking lost going, what am I doing? Like I'd never changed a nappy and then when I was getting close to, you know, we knew that she was having a baby, I was like... Well, got offers from people. Oh, do you want to change my bed? I'm like, no way. I'll make sure yeah. my first one's this yeah. one. Um, but I think we adapted pretty well. Like, you know, uh, the sleeping thing was one of the, the big ones because we had some conflicting, uh, you know, Kai wanted to jump up all the time and I'd learn about the whole self-settling or soothing or whatever mm. it is. And I was like, oh, I want to prefer it if we did that. So, But once again, my um, mindset on things was very harsh on certain things like you know well just harder on it and it was just an easier way for me to go well let's do that or let's do this but um she was uh yeah Kai was definitely the lot more of the um emotional sort of you know supportive one I guess in that and you know I was more about you know discipline and putting structures in place and all that so we had a good mix that we were able to gel into each other pretty Mm, well yeah um I can't even remember what your question is. I hope that answered it. <laughs> oh, just adapting <laughs> those adapted, early years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, going away for a couple of weeks at a time and stuff because whilst I wasn't going overseas as much, like I did have five other trips like to like say Germany, America or all those sort of things, Malaysia. And, you know, so those times away where you're away for like six weeks and stuff is you can imagine it's going to be like crazy hard on the misses and that. So, and, um, you know, I was just doing a lot of those, you know, just a lot of phone calls, but. That's pretty much all I could do. Really. What's some things you did when you were home to help the missus? Sorry? What's some, like when you weren't deployed, what were some things when you were home that you did to help? Um, well, I always think that it's a, we've got a rule, like, you know, if some, one cooks, the other cleans. Yeah, nice. um, you know, I was pretty good with keeping up with things like, you know, all the laundry and all That's that. why I always cook, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't do dishes. I don't usually, now I get home too late and so she's cooked. I'm like, yeah. oh, damn, damn, damn. <laughs> Fucking dishes again. No, so, um, yeah, one cooks, the other cleans. I do a fair bit of, like, you know, laundry. Like, she'll do all the other staple things that I just, you know, forget about. Like, you know, she'll do the floors, the bathrooms and all that sort of stuff. And I feel really bad for it because I know that I don't. But but if she sees me doing it, she takes it as, like, an offensive thing. Like, you know, oh, well, you don't think I'm getting around to it. And I'm like, no, I'm just trying to help out. Like, the other day I put some washing on. She goes, I'm doing it. I was like, yeah, I know you're doing it. I'm just helping out. She's yeah, like, come on, what are you doing? Would you rather so, me sit on my ass? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, maybe I'll just sit back and do yeah. that. No. <laughs> no, that's a trap, mate. <laughs> I just want to see you go up every so often, say something about it, and then you're like, okay, well, I've done my bit. Good. Because if you didn't get up, it'd be fucking World War III. <laughs> so obviously in the new profession, you know, you said you're quite a few years into the real estate gig. What are some ways that you balance, you know, working hard, but then also, you know, dedicating time to the kids? I think there's a, uh, for quite a few years there, particularly in the last job, you know, I was really trying to, okay, so I'd started this new job, right? And you started off on just shock and pay. It's like 40 grand plus super or something like that to begin with, you know, when you're getting into real estate, like it's pretty bloody shocking. And, you know, I was coming from a good paying job in, say, the military where I was getting, like, close to, what, 85, 90 or something like that. And then it's like, how do I make this work? So luckily I had some, like, you know, some savings all saved up, jumped into that. and But I was so paranoid that um, about the pay side of things that if I didn't make things happen really quick that we are going to be in real big trouble because then I'm going to have to move into another job and start all over again. So I worked myself to the bone, like, for a couple of years. I was just 
doing crazy hours. Like I'd say like, you know, probably 60, 70 hours sort of weeks and stuff like that. So try to keep the Sundays out of it, you know, mm. um, so I spend time with the girls. And that's – I still work six days a week, but I've tried to have less hours now. But, um, yeah, it was just getting a bit of burnout. And uh, there was that immense guilt that you get from not spending time with your kids. You're not hitting the gym as much. You're not eating right. You know, they're not spending time with the missus. Like, you know, so um, that was really hard to juggle. But there was, a you know, that constant fear they're going, I don't know, I've just – it's weird for me. I've always had this thing where, like, um, I had to – pay off the house, and then it was all right if somehow I got hit by a bus or something, the kids and that missus would be all right, mm-hmm. you know? Like, and that's sort of my goal is that, all right, just keep going until all the bills are sorted. And that way, if I get fucked somewhere, then basically they're all sorted, you know? Like, wouldn't it be easier just to not get hit by a bus? <laughs> I just like buses. I just, you know. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but it's a, um, I don't know, so I just... To be honest, I didn't juggle it too well. Like I really went hard into either just the work side of things and then every once in a while you realise, oh, hang on, I'm being a bit of a shit dad or um, you know, not paying enough attention to the missus here. So then you do that but then the works would start suffering and it was just a bloody hard gig to um, sort that out. And It did take a couple of years but I sort of got a good rhythm of it and um, then COVID happened, the market mm. went bloody stupid and then I was working even harder again anyway because mm. you just had to. But hey. Made some money, which is great. Mm. Um, now I'm just uh, now that one of the main reasons I actually changed and uh, joined Black Property as well is that you know I just wanted to. They got slicker processes and stuff. Not that you guys care, but it just made it easier for me to sort out stuff at work. So my admin was sorted. I'd, I'd save myself about two or three hours a day on that side of it. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, I can not. I can. I won't feel guilty, guilty when I go home, and I'm not contributing as much at work because yeah. I'm like, well. It's already done, and you know it's not the hours you put in; it's the effort instead. Yep. You know, so yeah, nice. Now I've, I think I've got a good balance. I get the gym in. I'm hitting, uh, seeing the kids. Uh, you know, dropping them off at school every day, and then you know, reading them a story at night and stuff like that. And um, you know, the missus we you know, get about an hour together as well. So yeah. nice. But we also work together. Yep. How so, does that go? You know, I was terrified of it at first. Like, you know, I, was, I actually, she wanted to, she says, oh, you know, she knew I was trying to get help. Yeah. And uh, like, you know, someone at work and I was going, this is going to, I can't work with my missus. This is going to suck. <laughs> like, you know, one, you know, she'll just, we'll, we'll argue. I mean, have you, you know, when you argue in public. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, it's so awkward, yeah. isn't it? Imagine doing that at work. I do that all the time now. But, you know, it's, um, but no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't swap with, like, she is a, um, She's a good operator. She knows what she's doing. She's a league above in terms of like what I was used to in associates and stuff. But also, you know, she genuinely is my best friend, right? Like, and I'm not saying that because she's probably going to listen to this, you know. Hey, babe. Um, <laughs> but she's um, she's great at her job. She smashes it out. If anything, her, her biggest sort of downfall in it, though, she always thinks that I'm thinking that she's not doing enough, which is probably just my lack of communication on my side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I'm what always staring at people. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, which is why she blows up when you go do the washing. She thinks you're not yeah. doing enough. Yeah. Yeah, just, well, you're speaking of arguing in public. What do you reckon is the, the most recent for you blokes? Like we went to the shop on Saturday, which is part of my shit dad moment, but I was in such a mood because the kids were being such jerk-offs that she's like, I like called one of the kids out. I'm doing this as well, so Connor can have a little whiskey as well. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so the kids are being jerks in the car. We've jumped out of the shops, and I've like continued the rouse on the kid in the car park. And the missus is like, "Can you stop it?" I'm like, "I'm." And this like old bloke was walking past. I was like, really stroppy voice. I was like, "I'm not embarrassed. He's acting like an absolute clown." And she's like. Just looked at me that like sideways head look. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I'm carrying on a bit here. <laughs> one is just, I don't know when the last one is, but it just, we just don't talk. It's just like you're walking through, just walking through the Silent shops treatment. and you're just looking at each other. It's like, who's going to break first? And I was like, fuck this, come I'm here. Well, I'm it. just grabbing one of the kids and like, just walk off. <laughs> well, now you got to text me. Yeah. <laughs> The funny thing is everyone else knows. Like even if you're being quiet about it, there's that iciness in it around both of oh, us. Like yeah. Pine and I will argue in the office. But yeah. like we, we think we're doing it quietly. No. Like, you know, we're just like, have you done this? Well, did you tell me to do that? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, is it done? You know, like this sort of stuff. And then but like you, you think you're masking it really well. Use it. Kidding yourself. Everyone's looking around and yeah. like, oh, they don't talk to you for the next hour. <laughs> <laughs> They're cranky. <laughs> Oh, imagine that dinner table tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you're talking about getting a better work-life balance. So having that balance now or a better balance, is there anything that you do that makes you 1% better as a person or more so a dad, like now that you've got this balance? Um, I don't know. I, I think it just gives you a little bit like finding more time to come around, even if you're not doing a whole lot. You know, there's always that expectation that you've got to be out doing something and, and it, it's not even – that's – probably not the most important part. Like, you know, my daughter, whenever, you know, we have free time, she goes, oh, let's jump on the trampoline. And you always have those things where you're like, oh, I can't be bothered, you know. Um, but I actually heard something a while back ago. Um, don't know where I heard it, but heard it somewhere, obviously. Uh, the guy was saying uh, if you're, you know, you're, you're doing something with your kids and you're too tired and that, the best way to sort of, you know, get yourself motivated, like, you know, because, you know, you shouldn't need motivation to see your kids, really. No. But um, life gets in the way and you get tired and that. But... You're saying, think about, you know, you're 80 years old, you know, kids are growing up, they've had grandkids, you know, you're a grandfather and all that, but then you're thinking about, you know, you've gone back in time and you have that one moment there and that's the only moment you'll get with them. And so I've started using that a lot lately mm. and it's a, it's quite a powerful thing because, yeah, I'll sit there, but then you legitimately will just sit back and go, shit, I will really kick myself if this was one of those scenes and I didn't do something. So yeah. I find that helps you just those little bits there where you're, getting a bit tired or a bit, you know, over things or you just, you know, when you just become a shit dad, lazy dad, you know. <laughs> That's a great analogy. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I'm going to use that. It, it really does work for me anyway. Yeah. Be present and just kind mm. of stop. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there was another one where someone told me like, you know, there's only so many times your kids are actually going to ask you to, you know, go play with them. Yeah. yeah. And it sort of hit home for me because I realised that my oldest daughter who's now 12, she hasn't really said that. I can't, I think it's been a few months at least anyway, but it'd been like about four months, right? And I'd heard it and I was like, shit, I can't remember the last time she said that. But uh, then one day she actually goes, oh, dad, can you play with me? And I was actually busy doing something. And I went, no, no, no. And I stopped and I was like, oh, shit, hang on. I can't remember the last time she said that. So yeah. I went and did it anyway. And nice. then, yeah, can't remember the, once again, last time she's said yeah. it since. So Brilliant. if she says it again, I'll have to go and do it. Because eventually mm. they just stop asking you. So that's really yeah. good, yeah. Because they get to that age, they don't want to be around their parents. Yeah. Or it's like, well, they don't want to do anything with their parents. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote a really belter good. of a one this week as well. Yeah. If you do get to that point where you don't want to feel like a dick but you also can't be bothered, play hotels where you're in a hotel room, <laughs> okay, yeah. like where, which is sitting wherever you're sitting or lying wherever you're lying and get them to bring you shit. Yeah. <laughs> Their room service. It's I good. played with my four-year-old and she frothed on it. I got a good 20 <laughs> like, minutes out of it. I played that on the, like something similar on the trampoline all the time with Miss Four. Yeah. Same. She's like, she just wants to play mum and dad. So it still lives at the moment. So I'm the mum. And you're the brother. I'm like, sure, babe. I know what you mean. All right. Anyway, I'm like, okay, you go to sleep now. I'm like, oh, thank God. And she's just running around. Like, so just that slight little motion. Because it's not very heavy. All right, mum, go shopping now. Go. Yeah, we yeah. need to go get food. Just, oh, I'm going to drive you to daycare. And so just sit up a little bit. <laughs> drive in. Drive that down. And then she goes off to work. Perfect. <laughs> That's it. It's like one round of it. It's like five minutes of me lying down and just enjoying. What's the treat? Yeah. I've got another one for you, actually. Yeah. If you lay on the couch, you get the kids to like, you know, you know how kids just like putting pillows and things and jumping on them, right? Yeah. You know, lay on the couch, get a bunch of pillows, blankets, all that stuff, put, you know, get them to put it on you. you got to pretend you don't like it, though. And then they just literally would just jump on you, roll off and keep doing it. But like every once in a while, a pillow will slip out and they'll just like, you know, get a knee in the back or something. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's worth it because you can get like, once again, another solid 20 minutes. But they'll wear themselves out. And, and they're just you know, lying down. Yeah. yeah. Outstanding. Yeah. But you just occasionally get to go, oh, stop it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me again. All right. Just record yourself and just push play on loop. Snooze. Oh, no, that's awesome. Um, you mentioned Jim. Yep. Do you have any other mental escapes for yourself? That's pretty much my main one, right? Yep. Like I um, I find that if I don't gym, I will like really fall down a bit of a um, – mental health just starts to decline pretty yep. quickly. So like I'd say within like a, a week, like, you know, you get that guilt. Oh, once again, I have, I've been not looking after myself and, um, you know, your sleep gets affected. You know, you're just staying up later, all those sort of things. So I try to um, – I've really started focusing on a little bit more – Better sleep patterns as well. You know, getting to bed at 10 o'clock, um, well, at least in bed by 10 o'clock. Mm. And, um, yeah, saw the missus out, 10.01 asleep. Yeah, um, <laughs> 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 Got to get one away. Yeah. Yeah. No, but um, I think, no, just the sleep and gyms, pretty much all I've got the time for myself. Um, yeah. The rest is either work and just sorting out 
food, to be honest. That's, mm. yeah. It's good to have the routine and consistency, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, you know, I just get up at, you know, 5 30. I found this, like, um, I, I always used to think, oh, I'll do it in the afternoon. I'll do it. In the, but then you get tired and, you, you know, shit gets in the way. And, you know, but this time, yeah, I was like, no, nah, get up 5 30. And that's been sticking up with that pretty consistently for a while. So, yeah, that's yeah. good. Now you're out of the army and you were talking earlier about how your parenting styles were quite different. Mm. Has that changed at all? Or are you still more. Like you said, the rigid or routine yeah. style one? No, no, it definitely changed um, for the better on certain parts because, like I said, um, trying to switch off from that more, uh, you know, where I wasn't as emotional on things as well. Yeah. Um, and I recommend, like, you know, because I know with guys in general, it's uh, one of those things where you, it, it's hard to see us. When, we just get angry sometimes and frustrated and, you know, and if you find that you are consistently doing that, you should go seek help as well. Don't just let it fester because it's only going to fuck you and your family over ultimately at the end of the day and your relationships in general, your work. And so it's it's going to be one of those slippery slopes. So um, like I sought help um, like when I was in a bit of a dark place and stuff like that and as I was just sort of getting ready to leave the army. And um, I mentioned before I did this course. It was a PTSD course. It was like over three months but full time so five days a week you know nine hours eight nine hours or whatever it was and then you're just doing all these courses on yeah anger management relationship stuff and Mm. there's just a lot of shit there that you're like you didn't think were going to be considerations you wouldn't take into account like um like i'd see you know my missus get upset about things and she'd cry and i'd just the way my brain was sort of wired i'd think that she was using that as a tactic to sort of win an argument yeah, right. and so it would only get me more frustrated on things when it's like no hang on maybe it's that i'm just being an absolute prick here and i need to change the patterns and you know the way i sort of um behave on things and oh man it's the best thing i've ever done though yeah. like it was a it was a hard work it's not something you just rock up and you just listen to someone like it's a lot of a detailed shit going on mm. and you know that you've got to put in a lot and it's mentally bloody draining and you actually have to go do these exercises going home and practice mm. and um, go through all of this, but you know, it was yeah, best best should have ever done. Glad yeah, I've done awesome, it. Awesome, man. Yeah. Good. What does your fatherhood network look like? So we all got. Uh, who do you lean on when you want to talk about dad stuff? Um, I like look. I've got a pretty small network of friends. That, like I said, work and my family consuming. I don't have a whole lot of time for else much else. Like I, I got you know, I catch up with my brothers and. Um, uh, you know, he's a dad, like he's just had a two-year-old and his missus now, oh, sorry, about two years ago, and uh, his missus now preggers again. Uh, so he's about to go through it all again. Um, my brother, older brother, he hasn't had any kids or anything. Like that. He doesn't, he's not planning on it. So, um, but a couple of mates and stuff like that, but it's, yeah, like, I don't know. I'd, I'll be honest. I don't have a whole lot to... You know, after a while, you just get so busy, you you become a shit friend instead. <laughs> Better than shit dad, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, most of my mates yeah. know, like I still talk to my army mates and stuff like that every once in a while and I'll be like, you know, we just pick up right where we left off and that's pretty cool. But in terms of, you know, uh, meeting up with other families that have got kids and stuff, it's just not something that's, we're just too busy. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Sounds like your wife though is, is enough for your network by the sound of the way you've been talking about her. Supporting you, you know, being your best mate, doing all those things. Yeah, sounds like yeah, you've got some good support. But well, we all do. Yeah, in our, you know, in our misses, but just mine's better that there too. Is that because she's the only wife, one of the wives out of this four four of us that actually listen, going to listen to this podcast? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Until so, someone decides to cut this part, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on our socials, and then all of us, and then we're all in the fucking doghouse. You got any good dad hacks for us? Um. I don't know if it's a hack, but I've actually got like um, really like I've been really excited about the time that my kids get embarrassed about me, like because um, you know for years and years Good. like they only love you right like yeah. and they just think you're the coolest people ever. But like now my daughter's like hit year seven, she's twelve years old, and she's starting to get embarrassed about me. Like you know, so like I was driving past her and a group of friends, and I'm like beeping the horn, I'm like hey, it's me, Dad, it's me, Dad, <laughs> hey, can you hear me? And then not just drive by though, I stopped the car can in the middle of the road. Me? 
And then like, you know, just uh, and she's there hiding her friends. I'm like, that that stuff just that just fills my heart. You know? But um one thing that's really cool is I've learnt all the you know, the cool words to say now, like, you know, slay, all that sort of oh, shit. Oh right? yeah. So nice, I've actually Googled all this shit. <laughs> and if you really want to fuck with your kids, I strongly recommend it. Because now I'm um I'm going up and like, you know, if, I can't wait till she brings some friends over and I'm going to really start, you know, pumping them out. But there's like, um, I'll just be, we'll go for a walk or something and I'm there going, yeah, like this person's low key giving me shade, like all this. <laughs> and she just cringes Good. to the max, but like, it's, oh, like I said, it doesn't, it brings you so much joy. <laughs> I heard a new one today. It was Riz. Oh, I okay. oh, person has got Riz. I'm dripping in Riz. Yeah. What is Riz? Charisma. <laughs> oh, get oh, out of here. Hey, you're going to be dripping in Riz. This is the problem. Like, this is how I used Don't to talk. Don't say dripping now... in Jizz. <laughs> Hectic. I used to talk like this. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. I, I'm not like that. Like, abbreviate everything yeah. to, to just nonsense. And now it's like people actually do it and it's cool. I'm like, fuck. I'd be cool. Like, my old self now would be actually half decent, I reckon. Like, nah, cool nah, you said? Probably not, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest, probably the same. Try having a conversation with a class of 28 of them talking about this. No, 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 no. That makes no sense to me. Hmm. And don't include it in your writing. I don't have subtitles. Speak English. (laughs) Actually, don't even write. Just just talk talk to me. Now, you mentioned a uh, a shit dad joke before. You you want to share with the class? Yeah, brilliant. Oh, mate, it's just my – it's been my go-to because it's so short and sharp and sweet, you know. Um, Dyslexic man walks into a bra. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's my all-time favorite joke. I just love it. <laughs> oh, Easy to remember. <laughs> I'm actually doing a property video. Uh, we were supposed to do it today, but the rain sort of postponed it. But it's literally what just going to be tradie? full of day. <laughs> <laughs> what are yeah, you a tradie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to get wet. You know, <laughs> my hair's all done up. Did you know? No, but um, no, it's all just dad jokes. Yeah, trying nice. to, uh, that's the thing about real estate videos. We're trying, you know. Because it's not about like, you know, you want to show the property as much as possible and the agent's irrelevant, but to keep people engaged. Because if you just put the property, it's fucking boring as batch, you know, yeah, after a while. So keeping them engaged, get, you know, people following the theme. And so the one I'm doing tomorrow is going to be all about dad jokes and just, well, jo- jokes about real estate in general. Nice. So like, you know, and, um, you know, we'll see how it goes anyway. I'll, I'll go on for you. Yeah, go on. What's big and brown on the other side of this fantastic uh, privacy screen wall? What? Humpty's dump. <laughs> you can talk up the wall as much as you want, but there's a shit on the other side. <laughs> Leave it to him, I think. <laughs> Sympathy laughs all around. Oh, you don't even get them usually. It's awesome. No, I just like how you changed your joke and just changed it from a water privacy screen. Yeah, the old joke was better. <laughs> Cut this out. Oh, time for a bit of a dad quiz, I think. Mm. Uh, we still don't have a jingle for it. No. Damn it. That's right. I spent all that time on the walk. <laughs> Can you just making one for something we already had a jingle for? <laughs> <laughs> Can you just do a jingle? Yeah, I mean, we'll try it. Ready? <laughs> Dead quiz. <laughs> Great melody. <That's> good. <laughs> all right. So rapid fire questions. Just whatever comes to mind Send first. It. When a dad ties down a load on the four-wheel drive or trailer, what's the throwaway comment? Oh, that'll hold it down. Oh, wait, no. She's not going anywhere. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> all right, when your kids are stuffing around or making too much noise in the car, what should a dad say? Turn it around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, your throwaway comment when it's time to leave absolutely anywhere. Sit the road. I'm going to allow yeah, that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Or ready to rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> All right. When a dad's asked something that he doesn't want to be the bad guy for, what does he say? Ask mum. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I do that even if I'm not being the bad guy. You know, when you just, you're just like indecisive, you go, yeah. I'm not making this call. This is way above my pay grade. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when they just come and ask me, it's like, what did your mother say? I haven't asked her. Go ask her. Go ask her. Go ask her first, yeah. just, just cover yourself. 100%. Always cover yourself. I just work here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just mow the grass. Go and ask the manager. All right. When the kid's friend or sibling does something stupid and your kid copies them, what do you say? But it's not going to be, would you jump off a cliff or something, is it? <laughs> if they jump off, if they jumped off a cliff, would you go after them? Yeah, it's good. No. 
Mate, I encourage a stupid behaviour, right? Eh? <laughs> yeah. like, um, you sound like you're a pretty hectic <laughs> unit when you're a kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, there's one thing I was actually noted, I was talking to a client today about, and it was, um, you know, when your kids are always asking for shit, right? And it can get, you know, after a while you start, you, you're constantly telling them no, because most of it's stupid shit. You're just like, no, you, you know, what are you on about? Just no, you can't do that. You know, mm. it's like 10 o'clock, you're not having a whiskey. Um, <laughs> it's like, you know, nothing stronger than gin before bread. bread yeah. you know? um, but, you know, there's all this stuff they're always asking for and, you know, you can get sort of wrapped up in saying that. So I've caught myself though, because I thought, you know what, I don't want to stop my kids asking for shit as well. Because that's actually, you know, one of the best parts about, you know, everyday negotiations in life and just asking in general. The fact that they're two girls, you know, I don't want to be raising these meek, you know, sort of um, uh, sorts that are just, you know, worried to ask things or to speak up when they want something or need something mm. as well. So I'm trying to actually, whilst I'll say, you know, no, you know, like my daughter Taylor, she was like, oh, can you, can we do this? And I was like, oh, can you give me this or can I have some money for that? And I was like, no, you can't. But, you know, great job on asking, you know, um, maybe if you try and restructure how you're asking for that I'll think about it. Mm, you, you know and yeah. so she's there sort of thinking about like oh well hang on what's he mean by this you know uh, do I have to bring something to the table am I gonna all right well hey I'll do this task or something like that you know so there's um yeah I'm trying to get them to actually you know when you hear about the I'm not gonna go into pay gaps and all that sort of shit but like you know in fact like if they just don't ask for shit in general they're not gonna get yes. anything so mm-hmm. I want them to be able to go in there and just like be getting paid a shit ton of cash for, I don't know, same job or something like that. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. That's a really good um, yeah. attitude to take. It's not just a hard no, you know. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah, find another way to ask me. Is there something, mm. you, know, you know, that we can work out Think or whatever? Think the box a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, final question. When a dad's finished mowing the lawn or working in the garden, what's the first thing he must do when he finishes? Beer. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> they like to say, and you've got to admire it too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually take photos of my lawn. Oh, do you? Brag to the missus and all your mates I'll on the group chat. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, he's like, oh, have you, you got to put this treatment. There's a patch over there that's got this <laughs> and that. and just. <laughs> I'll just pay a guy to come over and spray. <laughs> <laughs> Shit dad moment of the That's the old jingle. It is. Let's yeah. go with it. <laughs> Shit dad from? story of the week, eh? I don't think we had it anymore. No, I found it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Let's press the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be pretty honest. I didn't write any down. I can't remember. But 100% for sure. I Perfect fucking shit father of <laughs> 100% for sure had a fucking shit dad moment. I just can't. Yeah. Can't remember. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Well, so I, got me. I mentioned I was away in Cairns for four nights and a bit of a work junket. Of course, when you go to these things, you've always got to think, okay, what am I going to bring? Bring the kids home for a present. And the, being the tight ass that I am, it's more of a question around, all right, what free merch am I going to get <laughs> <laughs> from all these different stalls that are going on? What, what can I steal? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I ended up coming home and just getting the absolute, just most random stuff for the kids. Cool. I got, you know how you get those um, lanyards with your name tag on them as you walk around the different um, stalls and things? Yep. I just took the name tags off, so I gave them both necklaces. So they <laughs> loved it. So Luke has got a hook on it. They love that. Uh, <laughs> there was a few hats and a few random things in there, but I thought, you know, if I'm bringing merch... Home for the kids. So I got to bring some extra home for these kids. So I got you guys. Something. Oh yeah, swag! Oh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> woo woo woo! <laughs> Nick, I know you love sports. Give me all the sports. Drink bottle swag. Oh, <laughs> oh dun 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 dun. Dave, dun, dun, you love dun, beer. Dun. I do. Oh. oh. And Kynan, you look like you get out and about a bit. Here you go. Even for me. <laughs> oh, sun safety. I'm surprised you oh, give that to the ranger. Oh, <laughs> How good is this? <laughs> Thanks, Cam. And the wide world of sports. <laughs> Switch. There you go. Stubby cooler, drink bottles, hats galore. Kids got some as well. The wife got some. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Everyone the best part it. about this is you can wear it at any time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're gaming. <laughs> oh, let's be gaming hat. Oh, right. Um, mine's very brief this week. So I mentioned before about the, the car park blow up with the kid and getting the reality check from the wife. Um I then proceeded to have a, about a 30-second sook on the way into the, the, the shop. And as she was walking into Kmart with three kids under the age of eight who were all in a fucking awful mood, I've just said, do you mind if I just grab a coffee beforehand? I'll meet you in there. So I obviously 
stopped and she kept going with the kids and I've just sat there and like waited for my coffee for five minutes, possibly an extra minute and a minute or two as well and had a few sips in, in the, the quiet before going into Kmart where the bedlam was. So shout out <laughs> to the wife. Great. I'm sorry about that but needed it because it was shit. Unless you didn't. Sit there and eat a donut while Because <laughs> <laughs> I know the coffee shop you went to. I felt, I t- honestly, I felt bad afterwards. So on the way out, I got them one of the little snack donuts each. So. Did you? Yeah. I would not have felt bad about that. Nah, it was pretty shit. They, they were feral. In some I would have taken one. They but it's the one-year-old that I can just sit there and just help. I'm like, yeah. just nah. sit there, look around. I kids, just straight up around. said, nah, I'm getting a coffee. See you in there. She just looked back at me like I was the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> I've actually got a very similar story. Yeah, yeah nice. I, um, so someone actually brought in donuts to our office. Like, you know, they were trying to, I don't know, get us to refer business to them and stuff like that. So they brought in like a 12-pack of donuts. Seductive and like, donuts. Oh, man, they're so good. Like, because I'm a celiac, so I can only, I can have, uh, you know, only gluten-free stuff. And they were all gluten-free, but actually decent donuts. Anyway, and there was a couple left, and I actually considered bringing them back for the kids. Um but then I ate them. <laughs> so it was like four, and I ate four donuts. <laughs> and they were like the ones with all like toppings and everything. everything. Like, That's fucking like, dad tax, right there. Fucking amazing. But the thing, oh, speaking of dad tax, I don't get to do it anymore because, like I said, I can't eat oh, all this shit. Yeah. You know, so I can't have the like I used to before I was um, found out. I'd steal all their food, have the chips and stuff, yeah. and it was a big thing. You know, dad tax, and you take a bunch. Yeah. And this time, no. Nah. But I was, oh, well, you, you know what? You're making you're up right. for it. You're right. It is, it's their fault and I'm right to be able to steal it. So, yeah, I'm no guilt at all. That's Did it. you go home and tell them about it? No. And how good they good. were? No, no. Nah, I see, didn't. I would have gone home and rubbed it in to all of them. <laughs> yeah. to the missus. So they go, I had fucking four donuts on the I way home. I mentioned there was donuts. I didn't say that they were there. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. they, I considered bringing them back. No, nah, yeah, I would have said, oh, I had donuts, but I had them in the car. <laughs> <laughs> or you just leave a little bit around so, your mouth so and you then got, just walk in and she goes, what's that? And he's like... Yeah, no, I definitely know, just got to the four-year-old. Hey, shit, husband. take this, take this. Hey, take this. <laughs> Go put this in the bin for dad. <laughs> <laughs> I did a shit husband as well. So I actually um, went to the bakery, picked up the kids from school, whatever, and I was like, oh, let's do a little trip into the bakery. <laughs> you know, got something for the kids and I grabbed myself a meat pie and one of these, like, you know, it's a gluten-free pie, but I also had one of those, um, I don't know, it's like a gluten-free bloody apple pie sort of thing. Yeah. Ate both of these things. I didn't even think. To get my missus something. And I got home and she's like, you know, oh, you, you get bastard. No. Yeah. yeah. I was oh, you told me that you wanted me to support you through this, like, you know, diet and all this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tread through it and yeah, it didn't work. Can't, can't win. <laughs> so that's no. why we ate it in the car. All, yeah. all of us. <laughs> all it was supportive. <laughs> well, thank you very much for coming on. It's been an, an awesome episode getting to know you and hearing your story. Ah, cheers, mate. Um, any final thoughts before we round this out? Um, mate. The less you hear from a real estate agent, the better. So, uh, no, I could probably just leave it off on <laughs> what we've already gone through and um, sell a house with me. That's about it. Quick oh, yeah. plug. There you go. Black <laughs> hunt. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, everyone, for listening. It's good to be back this week. Missed you guys last yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, we any you, final mate. thoughts from you guys? Just eat the donuts on the way home. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, dad tax donuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we've got the episode name right there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, right. thanks, mate. It's been no. great. No worries. Thanks, mate. everyone, for listening. Cheers. See you later. Whether you came for some dad vice, a laugh, or some dad hacks, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. Please get involved on our socials, at ShitDadPod on Instagram and TikTok, or ShitDadPodcast on Facebook, and, of course, the share line 07 Support the guys who keep us rolling, Black Property Group and Anytime Fitness Griffin. Add value to your house with your dad bod out. And don't forget, whether you're here for your kids daily or not, be present wherever you can because we're all in the same boat when it comes to fatherhood for the kids.